So I was thinking that I need to go to a little bit more detail of what um, what the symptoms are and how people are affected by electromagnetic fields because I felt like I didn't really do that in the last video even though that was among the titles. So basically when you look at research and it goes um, a bit, I mean you have at least until back to the 50s that shows this but I mean the, um, what do you call it, um, different incidents and um, <clears throat> and acknowledgement that it does affect the body even though you haven't had it, the scientific studies like today uh, goes a lot further back. I mean it goes, as I said before, it goes all the way back to when you started <clears throat> inventing batteries because you, ha you actually had some after a while in the 19th and especially in the 20th century uh, before, I mean before you start having too much electricity in society, there were actually a therapy method called the electro electrotherapy, and it was used used both by uh, therapists and doctors. Uh, I'm going to to put in a picture of it so you can see it as well. It's actually in a way um, uh, a far off descendant to different kind of frequency therapies therapy apparatus that we have today that we can work directly with the body um, and um, <clears throat> so basically they understood that well if you can if you can if you can um, give someone a shock or use uh, electrical equipment to make someone ill you can also make them feel better so you actually had that kind of equipment and it, it disappeared when the electric, I mean, when normal electricity was built up around in society, and I mean, it's hard to know why, but if one would want to be a little bit more conspiratorial, I mean, it wouldn't be so good if you have an equipment that people, I mean, experience themselves that can make them feel better or worse and uses electricity and then suddenly you're going to have electricity in every home. That I mean it could just be a fluke that it happened at the same time or I mean like with so much else there could have been could have been contestants in the commercial field that didn't like certain things. And I mean that has happened before. Just look at the liquor prohibition in the US for example. I mean that happened because of the gasoline car because people start realizing you can put gasoline I mean you can instead of buying petroleum that was quite expensive in the beginning people could brew their own booze and tank it in the car so that's one of the reasons why that happened or for example why marijuana was being pro prohibited in the US or <clears throat> I mean cannabis or hemp I mean that was used for tons of things, over 10,000 different things hemp was used for and cannabis. I mean, you, I've seen old pictures of bottles in Sweden where they sold at pharmacies and uh, for everything from pain relief and stuff. And I mean, you used, used in the old days, you had raw decreed in Sweden that, you, that the farmers had to grow hemp. I mean, we used it for sales 
for rope, use it for everything. I mean, the Egyptian, the papyrus, that was made of hemp. And it's a superior paper to what we have today. So I'm going off topic here just to prove my point a little bit. But I also think it's very interesting, so I, that's why I'm telling you a little bit too. So I mean, you used it for tons of things. And uh, it was a, <coughs> I mean, because hemp contains uh, very much fibers, a lot more fiber than wood contains, so it can ma make uh, more paper out of it. And the paper is has a lot better quality, but last it won't go yellow, it won't go brittle in the same way as paper does. Uh, and um, uh, also it grows everywhere, it grows really fast, you don't need to fertilize, you don't need weeds or anything. It can grow in basically our regions on earth besides like permafrost and arctic. So it was a very big um, adversary, it's not the word. Uh, a competition, I mean, towards, I mean, against uh, uh, you know, the entire the entire wood industry. So that was one of the reasons why you banned it, because the industry didn't want to have that competition. So then you suddenly called it Mariana, because people knew what hemp was, but they didn't know what Mariana, Mariana was, because that was a, I think it was a Mexican a slang or word for hemp and cannabis, so then they start putting up fear in theaters about it. So suddenly you banned everything. The farm is going to grow it anymore. <clears throat> I mean, you make superior pants out of it as well. I actually wish I had one of those hemp pants. They're apparently supposed to go even softer by the years, the more you use it, and it's going to be very strong fibers. But anyway, so. Um, so, um, oh yeah, EHS I was talking about, I'm sorry. <laughs> so when it comes to EHS, or I mean not just EHS, but it was called microwave disease, or radar disease, or telegraph disease, or, or even monitor disease. You had all kinds of different names um, connected with uh, the equipment that was used, because people noticed that they got ill from it. So in a way it has been known for a long time and I mean uh, we do really wrap around our heads wrong when we think about that we need to have scientific proof because what is proof really? I mean you have basically two forms of science. You have the form where you do these kind of double blind studies and you have the form where you observe the world. And basically all big inventions around the world and the most um, scientific observations that has led to anything uh, it has usually been done through observation of the natural world around us, trying to understand it. So, um, I mean, if you get if you get hundreds of thousands of millions of people, I mean, over over I mean, over several years or today, I mean, that's going to be every year because there's so much about all this that gets ill from these things. I mean, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't having to need science to prove it, because that's basically what the industry wants, because that's how they do. They basically say, well, we have to do the studies, so then that might take a couple of years. And in the meantime, they can just continue and sell all the crap that people get ill from. And in the meantime, you can ignore all the people that do go ill, because you can say, well, we don't have proof of it. But, I mean, we can't, we can't prove, there's no proof of how what electricity is, or how gravity really works, there's tons of things we don't have proof for. But that doesn't stop us from doing it or not doing it. For example, when it comes to nickel, 
uh, or I mean some other certain other forms of metal or toxins, uh, then there's no problem saying that we need to have limits or they shouldn't be used, even though we have a lot less science or very little science, just because there isn't a big industrial or money grab in, in, in those when it comes to those um, things. But suddenly when it comes to wireless and to <coughs> electrical stuff, you do have a big push. You have a... Uh, there are so many incentives to make it keep going. And I mean, of course, when everyone is using it, no one do want to hear that what they're using is bad for them or for their kids or for the nature, whatever. It's a lot easier to just uh, ignore it and look at something else. So, I mean, basically, the most basic symptom, if you look, for example, <clears throat> at the study that was done by the Navy in the 70s or the DOD. So basically, when the Americans, uh, when the Russians were, or the Soviet Union were trying to get the Western world to realize that these things are dangerous after the studies in the 50s. Because they, they've always been more in the forefront when it comes with this kind of energy research, with energy weapons and microwaves and all these things. And even when it comes to what we call more paranormal, because they haven't had that kind of stigmatized topics in, in, in their university and the research field like we have had in the West. So, I mean, basically everything with that we, I mean, it's like in the old days, when you don't understand something, then it then it's supernatural or it's superstition or it's magic. So, I mean, that's how it is with everything. And it's a really bad view of trying to look at the world, but well, yeah, I mean, these things can't exist, uh, telepathy can't exist, so we, we're not going to dwell into it at all. And if someone does, we're going to retract their fundings. We're going to say that it's crap and there are cracks. I mean, that's how we do with everything, it feels like at least. And to most people it probably has, <laughs> it's probably obvious that a lot of these things has to do with money. <clears throat> so what they basically, um, when, the, when the Russians, Soviet Union told the Western world in the 70s that, hey, or actually I think it was in the late 60s that, hey, these things are very bad for us. These wireless things and even, even electrical things are bad for environment and our health. So you re we, we, really, we really shouldn't do this. So basically Americans, or at least officially said, yeah, that's crap. You're just trying to um, not get us to develop these things and then you will have it for yourself. But in secret, they did do the research. And it was classified for uh, quite some time. And I think one of the first one, or at least that I know of, are the Navy in the 70s. And basically they just proved all the points of that's classical for microwave disease. It affects the nervous system, it affects, it affects the psychology and mood. I mean, it, it, you get problems with the reg, reg, regulatory system, with the stress system. I mean, headaches, eye problems, sinuses, infections, lowered immune system, uh, infertility, cancer, DNA double, DNA damage, double broken DNA damage. And that has actually been proven in the 2016 study from the They actually came out, I think it was 2018 or 2019, and there were quite big headlines, not so much in the normal newspapers as it should have been. Because basically what the spokesperson said from that research, I actually thought they were going to say that we didn't find anything, because that's basically how they wanted to go.
or I mean that's how the industry industry wants it. So I actually thought that that was what they were going to say because there's so many indictments of how different <coughs> regulatory organs and um, government bodies in different countries that are basically taken over by industries. Uh, but they actually said that now we have, uh, I mean now it's with, without any doubt, uh, it, it causes cancer, it causes double-stranded DNA damage, this is really bad for health, that's what they said, and there, it, it can't be refuted. So when they said that, that would have been the end of it. That's when we would have started talking about that this is bad, we should start taking all these wireless stuff away. But it didn't happen. As with all the earlier studies showing similar um, uh, <clears throat> similar results. But this was, this was the biggest one, one of the lo most long-lasting. So when you have a government body that has been involved in the research and they say that thing, then you really should start thinking, but it doesn't happen. <clears throat> so I would, I would, I mean, I don't, I don't, um, it would sound like I would go on a limb if I would say like that almost every person on this planet and basically everything that lives is affected by it, but it actually isn't. It isn't on a limb in any scale at all. It does really do that. And I wouldn't even be going out of limb saying that anywhere from like 25 to 50 percent of the population in every country has uh, minor to more serious health issues because of all this wireless, mostly, but also the stuff at home. But the wireless is usually the thing that affects us the most because the electromagnetic fields around the wires, they are contained close to the wires. If you have a really big power line, the biggest one, I mean, the safety limits in Sweden for how close you're allowed to live, that's about 400 meters. I myself wouldn't uh, want to live or be closer to one kilometer, so I mean more than just passing through. And um, when I talk to people, because I still have this damage from uh, microwaves and the electron environment, we, I usually also say EHS, but it is a bad habit, it's, it's not a good, I, sh I shouldn't say electro-hypersensitivity because it makes the wrong association, it really is a damage that has been sustained uh, over time. <clears throat> and, but anyway, so most of the time when I start talking to people it could be um, in any situation when it's just coming to the topic about um, yeah, electrical stuff, or I, I just mentioned my health or anything, and almost everyone, almost everyone that I meet, they either have felt something themselves, uh, like, a, like a hunter, he said that when he was set, sitting on the power line, he started feeling weird, so he didn't want to sit there anymore, and uh, I have family members telling me that they get hot in their ear and they don't start feeling, doesn't feel good when they talk too long on their uh, cordless home phone uh, called DEC. It's called D E C T. It's, uh, it, it's, um, uh, that's what it's called. <coughs> and um, um, there was this guy, um, 
doing some workout. Sai close to me, we start talking and he told me that he got uh, where he put his pockets in his, I mean, uh, on his leg, in, in the pants. I mean, he, he felt that it got warm and that it was hurting a little bit or felt uncomfortable. So, and I hear these stories all the time. It feels like if the person has never felt anything, they always have someone that they know of that noticed these things or is ill from it. And uh, almost my all my friends from Gothenburg, they have health issues. It's not as bad as me. I mean, they still live in Gothenburg and they have all this shit around them, but they think a lot about it more and they have gotten rid of smartphones or they use it less. They don't. They don't turn off the Wi-Fi or don't have Wi-Fi and I always try to convince them that they should take away everything. They shouldn't just because it works. Because they don't know what happens tomorrow when they wake up. Because you, everything can feel fine. That's, that's how it feels, how the body works. And I read about it before and that's how it felt for me as well. And that's how it sounded for other people that it feels like everything goes in steps. Same thing like with learning. When you're learning something, it feels like you're doing the same thing and you don't learn shit. And then suddenly overnight or just over a day, then suddenly you're better. I noticed that when I learned guitar. And it feels to be the same way with health, that it feels like it's not really deteriorating, it feels like it's the same, the same, and you you might say that you get a headache when you use your phone, like I had in the beginning, and it seems fine. Doesn't seem doesn't seem to go worse and I you have to use the phone in work or you think it's so fun and it's or or you don't even realize it has to do with the phone. So you still you keep doing it. And then suddenly one wake, one day you wake up and you can't use it anymore, or or you get, um, I mean, head splitting pains. So it can go quite fast, and that's usually the story with most people, where the health has deteriorated so quickly that they can't work, they can't live, they have to, they have to go out in a tent or live in a car, uh, I mean, somewhere without reception. So and it's happened to millions of people. We have, um, I would say, at least 15, 20,000, maybe even 30,000 people in Sweden that live as uh, refugees from our modern environment. And I would say that it's probably, <clears throat> when we had a survey done by the Swedish government, uh, uh, Social Styrelsen, it's called, they, they handed out, they sent around papers in Sweden in 2009 where they asked, uh, if people were sensitive or if they were ill from electromagnetic fields. And they, I mean, the numbers they got then was about 300,000 people had health problems because of it. And that is probably a lot lower than, because then, it, then you first have to, um, then the, the, the person first have to understand that they, have an illness from it because if they don't understand it then they can't answer that they have an illness from it. So I would imagine that it's a lot higher. And I you already have had um, meetings inside the European Union in, in I mean different countries where they've spoken about how <clears throat> I mean the future development of these health issues and they've been calculating values from uh, 25 to 50 percent of the population is going to have uh, health issues that affects their daily life because of this wireless equipment and they calculated that will be around 2025 or maybe even sooner. So there's a lot of problems with this and the telephone companies know it 
So, I mean, in there, um, uh, when you use the phone, <coughs> you have to, I mean, um, I don't remember what it's called. But basically, in the back of the manual, if you even get them, if you even get a paper one, basically says that uh, you're only I mean, you're only allowed to use the phone if it's 15 centimeters from the body, or it could be more, because otherwise the radiation would be too high. The safe limit isn't met. So if you go to court and you say, "Ah, I got sick from my cell phone," then the lawyers ask you, "Yeah, should I have had a court case like this in the U.S.?" So the lawyer asked the guy, "Well, well, which hand did you use the phone?" Oh, I used this hand. Well, then you didn't. Then you didn't keep 15 centimeters till the phone. So they threw out the case. And same. I mean, the insurance companies. They've done the same thing. They don't insure against this kind of damage. You have you have basically two big international insurance companies that that insure insurance companies. It's re-switch. Swish, re-swish, and it's Lloyd in London, I think. And re-swish, I'm going to try and link that PDF if it still exists. Hopefully it does. I think I even saved it. Uh, I think it was uh, 2018. They, they had a small paper, uh, a PDF, where they basically listed uh, high-risk um, factors that they want to insure against. And you had EMF. With microwaves, and uh, you had nanoparticles, GMO, uh, society, uh, disturbances in society, uh, like with rights and stuff, and, and distribution chains that they would break, and they wouldn't insure against those things. And I think it actually was something with water as well. So that says a lot. So they won't insure against it. And um, so how about that? They say it's safe, but you can't get insured and the telephone company don't take any liability for it because basically in the user agreement or what you would call it, they basically say, hey, if you use it, we're not responsible. You have to have a 16 centimeters uh, pen and have it in a stand 15 meters from the body, then you can use it. Otherwise, you can't sue us. That's basically how you have to do it. And I mean, people don't do that. They have the phone in their pocket, you have it in the bra. And where do you think all the cancers come from? Why do you think people get cancers when you have the phone in the pocket and they get prostate cancer or ovary cancer or you get brain cancer? I mean, sometimes the cancers are even, even formed as the antenna from the phone. And uh, in the recent couple of years, people start get, getting throat and, um, and thyroid cancer. And that's because the, the industry moved the antenna to the bottom of the phone instead, because uh, they don't want to have it too close to the brain. Of course, you don't want to get too many of your users sick, then it kind of becomes obvious and you might not be able to sell stuff anymore. Or they might even actually have two antennas to get better reception. So these are a lot of issues and you have to take this seriously. Because, because these things, even though they cause damage, it's still, 
it's a low dose, it happens slowly. I mean, the most normal things is DNA breaks, oxidative stresses, you get, and it affects the brain and nervous systems that you might have mental effects, you might, I mean, uh, people sleep worse. I mean, you, you see this, the correlation is so, it's so overwhelming in our entire society. So, um, yeah, I'm just gonna end this rambling right here. <laughs> And I'm going to just make a, I mean, please come with questions, um, come with criticism, because it's, 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 uh, it's just, um, I'm just happy if I can answer more specific questions or if I can help someone. So, okay. Bye.